we're talking travel. It's all thanks to our sponsor, Travel Long King. We're joined by Sally Lucas. And Sal, we're looking at misconceptions when it comes to travelling and travel insurance in particular. Yes, well, this was an article, um, I think it was on the television screen as well as in the papers this week about, you know, check for terrorist cover. But we haven't been covered for terrorism in the travel industry for years. So I thought it was just really bizarre that they should say that. Yes. And they were saying that the free travel insurance that's offered by your banks and financial institutions when you pay by credit card, you know, for your whole trip, that you get this free insurance. Well, it's nothing like a free lunch, really, and it's never completely free. And you can be caught. I only talked about this on the radio a couple of weeks back, that sometimes you're not covered as completely as you are if with a paid travel insurance policy. However, it doesn't matter which insurance policy you take out, you are not covered for terrorist-related Incidents. I was going to say, wouldn't that be quite hard to cover? Oh, you can imagine anyway. now with so many terrorist yes. incidents we have. I mean, it's you're covered for hospitalisation and things like that. However, in the freebies again, the ones that are offering you the free, um, nearly 80% of them offer no hospital or evacuation cover. Gee and people don't look. They don't look at the policy. They said, oh, I'm getting free insurance. You know, I don't need your travel insurance. But you really have to... Insist on a copy of the policy from your bank or credit card institution and see what you are really covered for or not covered for. I always say look at the exclusions. Mm. That's a lot easier. And um, also look at how much the excess is because it could be a huge excess as well. So Mm. just be very careful. But certainly terrorism is not covered. Okay, so and that's just something that's out there at the moment. No doubt it, it scares people, but it confuses people too. Well, so I'm does. glad you've cleared that up. Yeah, because they might just think, oh, well, I can pay for an insurance policy and I've got terrorist cover. No, you don't. No, you can't. Okay. okay. We're also looking at the Norwegian Cruise Line and the Hawaiian Islands. Over 7 million people visit the Hawaiian Islands each year. Well, yes. Now, this is a, a wonderful cruise that you can do on the Pride of America. And they spend an unprecedented 100 hours in port during their seven-night cruise, which is really quite amazing, even 34 hours on Maui. So that is remarkable. And you have overnight ports, obviously, in Maui and Kauai, so you can enjoy those ports as well. So it's a lovely way of doing it. And, I mean, it is the only cruise that starts and ends in Honolulu. Mm, okay. And just does a cruise of the Hawaiian Airlines. And also, you by finishing in Honolulu, you can spend extra time at the end then, you know, or Absolutely. at the beginning, whichever way you prefer, yes. where you can explore, of course, the rest of Oahu, where Honolulu is. Of course, you've got Pearl Harbor, Diamond Head, you know, the famous Honolulu Zoo. So there's lots of things to do. And the Norwegian line, it, it uh, also has a lot of um, entertainment on board. They even have, like, family entertainment, Polynesian shows, things relative to the islands. Yeah, that's like a great hula, idea. Like classes, lay-making <laughs> classes, um, all sorts of things. And they have a ridiculous amount of dining options as well. You can choose from 10 different restaurants to dine on. So, yeah, just if you're thinking of going to Hawaii and you'd like to do it in a relaxed way, you're not going to just be spending all your time on the vessel, which sometimes puts people off cruising. Yes, They're does. thinking they've yeah. got so much time at sea. But because your islands are so close in Hawaii, you are actually spending more time on, on land almost than you are on sea. Isn't that great? Have you yeah. have you done many cruises, Sal? I have, but I haven't done the cruises of Hawaii, but I have been to all the islands, but I flew between them all. Okay. So it depends how long you've got. See, I was there for two weeks, so I had time to island hop by air and mm. spend a few days on each island, which is still a lovely thing to do as well, but not everyone's got that much time. So if you've only got a week, this is still a lovely way to see you know, the greater majority of the islands anyway. Beautiful.
Now, Sally Lucas, we've heard in the news today um, that if you're putting your child into daycare now, by Mm -hmm. law, they have to be immunised. And there's some things happening as well with immunisation and travelling. Well, I think people forget because a lot of the diseases that we used to be uh, vaccinated against are gone now, people seem to think that you probably don't need anything at all. In a lot of countries, you don't, but there are still a hell of a lot of countries where you do. Now, we're not allowed to give out professional medical advice on things like this. You do have to go to your own health professional we we can advise saying look you're usually required to please check with your doctor and there's a lot of medical centers have a specialist who just deals in you know overseas health vaccinations um there's a couple in newcastle that do and you can google them or you can go on the department of foreign affairs and trade website as well and that will give you updates as well because there are some countries now where they require travelers to show proof of international certificates of vaccination for a number of certain diseases and that will vary depending on what's happened in a country, they might have had a natural disaster and had an outbreak of cholera or typhoid or, you know, so you really do need to check before you go. Um, the other thing they do like you to do as well is register your trip with the Department of Foreign Affairs of Trade. I've talked about this before, but not everyone seems to be doing it. And with the way things are these days, we do have lots of disasters and terrorist attacks and things happening. So if you register, they know where you are. They can locate you. It's so, such a handy. It's thing so to simple to, to go online and do it, yes. and then your family can be, you know, help secure knowing that they will be able to locate where their loved one or their family member is. So please do that as well. Yeah, something that doesn't take you very long, but can really make a massive difference, can. no doubt. It certainly can. Now we're looking at all things French right now, Sal. And isn't that strange for me to be looking at all things French? <laughs> Anyone I never think talk you'd about like France. That part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> we often talk about France and. In particular in Paris, which is known as the city of light. But we're just going to say today, France has so many small cities that offer a wonderful diversity of experiences and cultures as well. And one of them I have actually been to too in Brittany. There's a fascinating medieval wall town of Saint-Malo and we stayed there for three nights a few years ago, which was fantastic. But it's also near Mont-Saint-Michel, which is that famous island with the big castle perched on it, which is just the most amazing place to visit I've ever seen. And you're very close to Normandy. So we did the D-Day beaches in Normandy as well. So you stay in that area, not only you're getting a lot to see, but you stay in this beautiful walled cobblestone street small village and it's absolutely delightful and it's right on the Atlantic Ocean as well so that is really lovely place to go and then in the southwest you've got Bordeaux and it's the world's largest UNESCO heritage listed urban area and now with the advent of fast trains throughout Europe you can get there on the TGV from Paris in only two hours. Gee that's quick isn't so it? So you're down there in no time at all so you can incorporate quite a lot of lovely regional areas of France in your itinerary and not just Paris and also to do the um the fields where the battles were fought in Flanders, because Belgium's only just across the border from Lille in France, and you can go to Ypres there, which was the epicentre of World War One. Quite humbling and, and sombre, but it's, yes. it's it's something that we didn't go that far. We went into the Somme area, and honestly, it was... Oh, I, I just had goosebumps on my goosebumps. One of those things that, you know, it's hard to see, but I think it's good to see and good to it remember. Is. It's good to remember that, you know, all these men who and women who lost their lives tragically mm, for absolutely. us. And, but then you can go south to Arles and you've got, it's a Roman city, the old one of the most Roman cities outside Italy almost, uh, old Roman, of course. And it's renowned for its International Photography Festival. And also that's where Van Gogh painted most of his paintings because he loved the light. In in Arles, ah. so that's a, and it's a walled village again, a ramparts around it, Is and it so on. Quite-
quite surreal, Sal, that you're really not travelling that far distance-wise, but no doubt the landscape, the culture, mm. it's so different when mm. you go to mm. these different places. It is, it and the food surreal. is different too. Like all okay. the regional areas have their food specialties as well. So that's interesting from that point of view. And some of them are beautiful mountainous areas because you've got the Pyrenees, don't forget. So you get some wonderful scenery. You've only got to look at the Tour de France and some of the places mm, they yeah, go through. Right. Um, and then, of course, north of Cannes, you've got grass, which is grass with an E on the end, <laughs> the bread tray, <laughs> and that's where it's considered the most exquisite fragrant perfume capital of all in the world. And you can go there and experience And it's just a little day trip out, out of, you know, Cannes or Nice or Monaco. It's not far. So there's just some interesting things you can do if you're visiting France. But also, French Travel Connection this year have introduced some small group tours. So if you don't want to go on your own or you don't want to self-drive or rail, they've got some wonderful itineraries a 12-day doing Champagne, Burgundy and Alsace, or a 12-day doing the Loire Valley, which has got the most castles of any valley in France, Cognac, Bordeaux and the Dordogne. And then they've got French and Italian Christmas markets as well. And they're even going down into Germany now, doing a German Christmas holiday, the Black Forest, Bavaria and the Tyrol, Le Grand France, Lake Garda in Italy and Tuscany, and even a 17-day northern Spain and the Pyrenees and another one called Le Petit France, which is doing the Loire Valley, Normandy and Brittany and Bordeaux for Gee, 10 days. You'd have to um, take a good year off to go and get through all of the things that you could see there. It's a big country, France, and it's, it's very diverse. And we travel often, you know, ages between cities here, whereas I stayed in an area which would be on a map about as big as a 10-cent piece. And we still didn't see everything there was Jeez. to see in that area in a week. Isn't that amazing? Because there's that many little villages and that much to see and do. What's the language barrier like now, Sal? I know some people are still put off if they can't speak Well, it's the same French. in any country, same in any non-English speaking country. Um, always go with a smile pack on your face is the best thing I always say <laughs> is, is to communicate with a smile. Beautiful. Have a phrase book. Yes, they're, they're essential, aren't yeah. they? Have a few lessons. You can get an app on your phone now. It's all a lot simpler. I mean, the younger generation generally are, are speaking English these days, but you've got to remember that's their language and they're proud of it. Well, and I think and it's a bit of a respectful thing. If you're going into another country, I always think it's really good to it research is. it, find out the do's and the don'ts and try and learn just your basics. Exactly. No what the cultural things are to do and not to do. You know, some in some countries, for example, in Asia, subbies, like India and so on, you don't use a, cer you use a certain hand to shake hands or you, you know, there's certain things you need to do, same as in Japan, like that. They've all got these little cultural things that you really need to know before you go. So always Google and have a look or if you, ha you haven't got a computer, get, a, get yourself one of the Lonely Planet books before you go and read up yeah. on, on all the bits and pieces because the more you research any holiday you're going on, the more you're going to get out of it. That's right, the better it'll be. Now, Sal, what hot deals have we got in the marketplace? My bucket is full as usual, Sarah. <laughs> I, I love all the paper you come in with, Sal. It's really impressive, so well researched. Oh, dear. Anyway, Cathay Pacific have got some great airfare savings on at the moment, um, departing from well all ports in Australia. And if you're travelling between now and the 15th of March next year, the, but the sale ends 12 September. Oh, no, that one's finished. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. that one's sorry, finished. Forget the, that one. Missed that one. Missed the boat the other on that. one. Sorry, this one, the other one. I, I printed two off and I printed the wrong one off, but I've got the other one here with me. Sorry, it finishes 2 October. And this is their airfares with Cathay to Europe, North America, and the Middle East. And they start with fares from under $1,500 return into Europe. Gosh, that's good. Which is really great. And even premium economy into North America, starting from under 4,000 return premium economy. Now, these are valid through till January next year, but you've got to book by 
to October this year. Okay, so you need to get a wriggle on. You've got a couple of That's weeks. That's not very far away, really. I thought this sounded interesting. Australia Day celebrations on the Murray Princess Cruise, of course, on the Murray River. And it's got a three-night cruise that departs on Australia Day. And they're doing all things Australian on the itinerary, like <laughs> Aussie two-up, Aussie quizzes, Aussie bingo. What a fun one. Yeah, and it goes to Murray Bridge where you can visit historic landmarks and attractions or you can visit a unique wildlife zoo, um, etc. And then they've also got another longer one if you'd like a longer cruise, another seven-night cruise as well. And that's just a wonderful part of Australia where you're cruising along with the river gums and just Beautiful. trailing along the river on a paddle steamer. I just think, wouldn't that be lovely? It so, would. yeah, the three-night one um, has got – starts from around about $800 per person twin share – and the seven night from uh, under sixteen hundred and fifty, but it includes all accommodation, meals, guided nature walks, eco excursions, onboard Wi-Fi. Um, on the longer cruise, you get the New Year's Eve dinner, um, special festivi- festivities, and all sorts of things. Now that leaves from Manham, but in and uh, South Australia. But you can also get a transfer from Adelaide if you're flying into Adelaide. Okay. And you're not driving yourself down. You can stay in Adelaide, and then they'll That's provide right. a, a, a the coach holiday. transfer. As well, so. That's good for people that might not have weeks to go away yeah. or a huge budget but just want to do something, feel like they've had yeah. a holiday and a bit of fun along the yeah. way. And I hope Newcastle Airport and the domestic airlines are listening to my program today because I would dearly love them to have a direct flight into Adelaide. I don't know why we don't out of Newcastle. I would like that too. Second that, my best yeah, friend Yeah, they're says. talking about it. They are talking <laughs> yeah. about it but I just wish it would happen sooner rather than later. I know yeah. everyone's been to Melbourne and Brisbane and the Gold Coast yes. but like Adelaide's got so much to offer. Oh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. You know, the vineyards, the you know, everything there. It's just delightful. The market's just as good as the Queen Vic markets in Melbourne. Mm. It's a smaller city, yep. but it's a lovely city. You it's know? beautiful. And it's, yeah, anyway, that's just my little bit for anyone out there listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, scenic River Cruises, they've got your last chance to get the best offers available for their 2018 European River Cruise, and this must end 30 September. There's all sorts of um, offers, for example, fly free on all suites, but on selected departures of 11 days of long or longer. And they've even got business class airfares from under $4,000 to Europe return, wow. plus an early payment discount as well of 600 per couple if you book by 31 October as well. So there you go. That's excellent. Also, when you're thinking of Canada and Alaska and all these places, everyone initially thinks, well, we'll do a cruise or we'll do a coach tour. But just remember rail. We talk about rail in Europe a lot, yeah. but Amtrak and the Canadian rail lines have got some wonderful rail trips you can do okay. in North America and Canada. And I think sitting back in a, you know, in a rail carriage is just a delightful way yes. to see the country. You're not driving. So you're not worried about the rules of the road That's or the different exactly rules right. of the that, road. That takes out a massive stress in itself. Yeah, you, know, you can do tours. You can have a drink. Yeah, exactly. Starting from Chicago, doing Santa Fe, Flagstone, like Grand Canyon National Park, the Glacier National Park. Mm. And these are all rail tours with accommodation. And this uh, Yosemite National Park in California, some lovely itineraries with um, the USA Rail Vacations. So just remember that one. That's through Adventure Destinations. And this, I thought, wow, I can show you this. I can't show because we're not on television. But can you see that bridge alight with lights, a glow with lights? Wow, that looks beautiful and also terrifying. It's the Capilano Suspension Bridge, which is in Vancouver, and they light it up for Christmas. Oh, gorgeous. But the lights over there, we often again talk about Europe, but it has 250,000 twinkling bulbs on that bridge over Christmas. I would hate to be replacing those. I would too, wouldn't you? So keep that in mind as well. There's some lovely, like, snow itineraries 
winter itineraries where you can see the lovely lights, have tours that include sleigh rides and all that sort of thing. Beautiful. So that's with APT. There's a whole range of lovely winter programs there. And going somewhere totally different, Borneo and Malaysia, where if you're a wildlife person, orangutans, turtles, rainforests. Oh, I'd be in my element. Beaches, culture, history, and those proboscis monkeys with the funny nose and as well. Gorgeous, yeah. But we're going to lose them very, very soon mm. if we all don't do something about sustainable farming yep. and stop stop the oil plantations yeah. taking away their rainforests. Yes. Yeah, We're going to just, over the next, like, I dread to think in a 100 years' time how many species of animals may not be here yeah. anymore. Yep. So the most we can do, I think, is to try and help promote these things and take advantage of doing some holidays where you can give back as well. And checking what you're and eating. look what you eat. Look what yep. you buy. Anything with palm oil. Don't buy it. Yeah. Boycott Flick it. Flick it. Yep. Flick it. Read your labels. Yep. I'm on my hobby horse today, aren't I? <laughs> but no, look, you make a valid point. Yeah, but there's lots of good things out there in the marketplace, as I said, and lots of early bird deals. So just grab hold of them. A lot of them finish, as I said, this month or early October. So grow out and grab a bargain. Beautiful, always wonderful to talk travel with you, Sally Lucas. Thanks. And we'll catch you again next week. Certainly will, Sarah. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.